Welcome to the Power of You podcast. I am your host, Shanita Rousey, author and founder of the Power of You movement. Power is defined as the ability to do or act. My goal is to empower you to be more and do more, fully operating in who God has called you to be, living from the inside out, embracing your power and owning your power to live a more purposeful life. Thank you for tuning in to the Power of You podcast. I am your host, Shanita Rousey, your personal development coach. I want to invite you to a free meet and greet with me on my website, www.shanitarousey.com, where we can have a conversation about your personal development needs and how I can assist you on your journey to becoming a better you. Sign up today for your 15-minute meet and greet with me at my website, www.shanitarousey.com. In today's episode, we'll be having a conversation about relationships with Delanda Owens Tucker. always say, you know, generally when you are trying to um, have an atmosphere that is going to be um, healthy, I always say, always take um, the approach of the non-judgment zone. You know, make your atmosphere conducive for whomever you're in relationship with to be able to share their heart, to be able to, you know, share their fears and their doubts and everything with you. But if they feel judged, they are going to be very um, apprehensive to share their heart with you. So you've got to make that atmosphere conducive for people to share. And the only way that you can do that is to have a non-judgment zone. So that means you should be listening more than you should be talking. We got two ears and one mouth for a reason because we should listen more than we should talk. So don't listen to respond. Listen to understand. Mm. Listen to have empathy. And, you know, listen to get clarity. So allow the person to share their heart. And then when they're done, then you do the same thing. Um, there's no way that you're able to have a healthy dialogue and you're interrupting and you're talking and you're judging and you're saying, well, no, that ain't how I make you feel. And (laughs) you know, that's, that's called judgment. And that keeps people from, you know, they're apprehensive to share with you because first of all, they know that the conversation is not really going to be a conversation. It's going to be a fighting match. It's going to be an argument. It's going to be a tug of war. So you have Mm. to keep the atmosphere peaceful and respectful. I love that. Yeah, you got to keep it respectful and con- and conducive. It's like, don't nobody want to share and, and share their heart if you, uh, as soon as they open up their mouth, they're like, no, that ain't what I do to you. You know, nope, you're lying. You do no. That you've got to keep it as a non-judgment zone. That's my very very first tip. Always, it's a non-judgment zone. This is not the time to judge. This is not the time to tell someone. That is not how I make you feel because you're not the recipient. <laughs> right, no, right. You're, you're, you know, you're not the recipient of what you're giving them. They are. So they know how they feel. And so let's be respectful and let's also extend grace. So that's tip number two. Extend grace to the to, to, to the person that you're in a relationship with. Mm. We don't I give we don't give nobody any grace anymore. We just we're we're so hard on people. Extend grace. And since when you talk, you can tell you talk from experience. Like, it's not something that you read in the book. It was like, yeah, let me tell the people. It's like, no. (laughs) I would like to think that I wasn't so judgmental because I was. Mm -hmm. I 
judgmental. And so you you can't sit and say, well, no, I don't say that. Yes, you do say it. <laughs> and, you, and, and you have and you have to be you have to be open enough and have a heart that's receptive enough to say, you know what, I got to do a self assessment because obviously what I am saying and what I'm giving off is two different things. Sometimes people are unaware of what they what they're doing, and so be open enough and receptive enough to receive honest criticism because if your partner is telling you, hey. You're saying this, but I'm hearing and receiving this. Mm-hmm. And you've got to be okay with that because you're not in a, just in a relationship with yourself. You're in a relationship with another human. And so they have feelings and they have opinions. And if they're, if they're feeling hurt because of what you're saying and how you're saying it, you need to listen. Right. Wow. <laughs> wow. You, you have given us uh, so many practical nuggets right Um, no judgment zone being more graceful investing in yourself in your relationships really having strength enough to and the courage enough to actually forgive and be forgiven right absolutely absolutely i love it you know i'm gonna have to have you back on so um just make sure you prepare your heart and mind (laughs) (laughs) my heart and mind is always prepared when it comes I got you. I got you. I love it. It's so great. Thank you. Absolutely. You are amazing. And I love that you are very transparent and you really give the real, like real, Mm -hmm. you know, real issues, real advice, you know, and you say it from such a place of, I really want you to get it right. I really want you to be helped. (laughs) I do. Uh, I really do. I really do. I told I told the Lord, as you know, I think I told you maybe a couple years ago when I first said yes to my call, I told God the only way that I would say yes if I came from a place of realness and transparency because that's how I am as a person. And so mm-hmm. I never really, I never wanted to have a mask on. I always wanted to be that person that was going to represent transparency, realness, because that's what people are dealing with. They're dealing with real issues and they don't need anyone that is going to mask what they're dealing with. They need the real. They need the trans. And I love it. And we need that in terms of healthy relationships. And you are the queen of that, right? By example, by knowledge, you know, all of that. You're like the queen of it. And I really, and I don't say it because I know you, you know, I really do follow you and I watch you and you are so, you know, consistent and you, you know, you have a, a heart of gold, and I'm so grateful to know you and to Aww. just to be with you on your journey. We is not about to cry on this podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my, oh, my God. Thank you, honey. I so appreciate you. You know I love you. I, I, I so appreciate all of your support. You have supported me since day one, and I've done the same for you. And I just Boy. I think that we need to do more of that, especially as women and women of God being the example for the world to see that you can be, you know, doing your thing. I can be doing my thing and we are not intimidated by anybody's call, but we are supporting each other and lifting each other up. Absolutely. Absolutely. So before I get, you know, any deeper, because, you know, we'll be having a conversation. (laughs) Right. Uh, (laughs) Let the people know how they can follow you. 
Yes, I am available to be um, uh, followed on Twitter. I am at Wise Wise Rock on Twitter is my handle, and on Instagram I am at the Wise Wife at the Wise Wife on Instagram. You can also look me up on my website. Um, I'm at www.thewisewife.net. And, you know, even though we are going through this pandemic, I am still taking clients for wife coaching, premarital counseling, um, um, as well as marital counseling and coaching. So all of that information on how to get in contact with me, how to schedule a session is on my website. So please reach out. Absolutely. Thank you again, Queen, for being on. You guys, I hope that you have enjoyed this podcast. Make sure you listen, replay it, share it, let people know, because we definitely need to be able to come out of this pandemic with better relationships with ourselves, with God, and the people that we love. So have an amazing, have an amazing day, you guys. Hey, everybody. Today, I'm so excited to have a very special guest with me. She's an amazing woman of God, Mrs. Galanda Owens-Tucker. She is an author of the best-selling ebook, The Wise Wife, Three Powerful Prayers for Wives to Pray Every Day. She is a certified Christian marriage and life coach, mentoring wives and wives-to-be on how to tap into their God-given power. Please help me welcome my sis. Hey, sis. Hey, honey. How are you? I am good. How are you? I am well. Thank you for having me. It is always a pleasure to be with you. Always a pleasure. Thank you so much for saying yes. You are like big sis from like a whole nother mother and father. (laughs) (laughs) And I so love it. Right? I love love your energy. I love your authenticity. I love your presence. Um, And then you're always just diva. Like you just cute all the time. (laughs) I do try. I do try. Thank you, babe. You're welcome. So, sis, tell the people who you are. Let us know. Yes. Well, again, thanks for the introduction. My name, again, is Delanda Owens Tucker. I am a Christian, uh, certified Christian marriage and life coach. I am a two-time author. Um, I'm also otherwise known as the wise wife, but I am um, a wife. I am a mother, and um, I'm just one of those wives that is, I'm fiercely committed to helping wives tap into the power of wisdom. And um, I'm also um, a worship leader at my church. Me and my husband, we um, are senior leaders at our church, and um I um I think I did say that I'm a speaker and an author. Yes, ma'am. I love it. Um, and you know, when I first met you, you were doing everything healthy relationships, and yes. I thought it was just so amazing because we don't really have those conversations about healthy relationships, right? Yeah. We talk about relationships, but most of the time, it's in a negative way. Like we're trying to, you know, tell everybody what we don't like about it versus how we can actually make them healthy, you know, and understand the difference. And so, sis, doing this whole, you know, before this pandemic, what what were you seeing in regards to relationships? And then what are you seeing now? Oh, my gosh. This is, that's such a good question, sis, because you know what? What I was seeing prior to, you know, this whole pandemic was, you know, 
our lives are so busy. You know, the busyness of life is really the enemy to our relationships, whether that is, you know, relationships in marriage, whether that's relationships in dating, whether that's even relationships, you know, with friends and family. The busyness of life is the culprit. You know, we're busy doing this. We're busy doing that. You know, with our career, our jobs, you know, if we are entrepreneurs, if we are you know, those that, you know, do a lot of um, volunteerism, you know, the busyness Mm -hmm. is the culprit, is the enemy to our relationships. And so many times, you know, when we're busy, we don't have that time to slow down. We don't have that time to interact and to fellowship with each other, to communicate and talk. You know, social media has taken the place of that old fashioned face-to-face interaction. Mm. And so it's the busyness of life was prior to this pandemic. Now we're in this pandemic and now you're looking at there is no more busyness of life because now Mm -hmm. all you have have is time. And so what I am seeing now is now the relationships are in danger because what we didn't deal with prior to the pandemic now all of those issues and problems are now on display. Mm, I love that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, so now it's like, okay, now all of the issues that were always there now, let's be right. mindful, let's be mindful <laughs> that the issues and problems were always there, but the busyness of life, you know, kept us from dealing with it. Now there is no more busyness, and now we're sitting looking at each, looking at each other like, Okay, so the issues that we had are still here. Yeah, they're here, but now they're, they've been spotlighted. Now they're on display and on a stage, and it's like, what are you going to do now? So now people are forced to deal with their stuff. Wow. That they're is such a good to deal point. with their issues. Right, absolutely. And I think, like you said, I love that because, you know, it's not something that was new. It's not something that we didn't oh, no. know about. It's more so, it's the things that we kept trying to sweep under the rug, trying to avoid, right? You know, sometimes you get into a space, even with that, if you're not careful, you begin to tolerate each other versus really appreciate each other because you're there for a reason, right? You're in connection for a reason. And so if you're not careful, you know, you'll begin to regret or be bitter and have all this, you know, anger and resentment because now you're in the house with somebody you really don't like. And that person could be you. That's absolutely true. That's what that's what you're dealing with right now. That's what you're seeing. And and of course, we're not you know, we're not you know talking about, you know, those that are in, you know, horrific uh, marriages and relationships like domestic. You know, those are just they've they're been they've been bad. We're talking about right. regular couples, normal couples that really kind of deal with issues, but never really will have issues, but didn't deal with them. And now you're in the home and you're like, I can't take this anymore. You know, help me get me get me out of this house. <laughs> you know how you can feel like you're in a bubble and you bust the bubble it's like oh my god but right. you got to deal with your issues you got and so now relationships are on display issues are on display all of the stuff that you did not deal with are looking at you like are you going to deal with it or are you going to just continue to sweep this under the rug so i really do feel like this is the perfect time to deal with your issues this is the perfect time to communicate this is the perfect time to handle the things that you've been sweeping under the rug. I love that. And you you know, like, you're absolutely right. Because here's the thing. This is the opportunity to make or break. Oh, absolutely. This is the perfect time. You have nothing but time. You have nothing but time to to hash out and 
come to a healthy resolve. This is the perfect time. This is not the time to continually retreat and avoid. This is the time to deal with it. Absolutely. And, you know, since when we think about that in terms of make or break and to deal with those actual issues, but, you know, me and you talk about these issues a lot. Um, how can one build a relationship with themselves? Because there are people who are dealing with, you know, depression and everything else already, right? Yeah. And so yeah. with the pandemic, it can actually make things worse. So we have, you know, the relationship with ourselves and then we yes. have the relationship with others. So how do we actually build their relationship during this time? Building a relationship with yourself is definitely, that's the first priority because you can't have a healthy or even a successful relationship with nobody if you don't have one first with yourself. It's, uh, you know, it's something that I always say, like, you know, um, we give each other the blueprint on how to love us. We give each other the blueprint. But if you don't know how you function, there it, it is impossible to give someone else a blueprint of how to love um, you. And so it's really important right now that your mental well-being is stable. And, you know, I was, I've was i been telling everybody that I know that has been talking to me and just kind of asking me, you know, what are you doing? And, you know, how am I, how are you staying sane and this kind of stuff? And I'm like, you know what? The biggest thing that I'm telling people is to give yourself permission to feel what you need to feel. Mm. I think we hide and we avoid and we um, try to make ourselves, you know, like we're the strongest person in the world all the time. That's impossible. Everybody is strong absolutely every single day of their life. There's times where we wake up and we're just just having an off day. We're just not good. And Mm. if you're the person that's always the one that people go to or you're the strong person... You don't give yourself permission to be weak. You don't give yourself permission to feel those feelings. And that's an issue. It's okay Mm -hmm. to feel, have a day where you're not strong. Don't stay Mm -hmm. there, but it's okay to give yourself permission to feel what you need to feel. I think that's the problem when we are dealing with grieving, we're dealing with mourning, we're dealing with loss and all kinds of things. We never give ourselves permission to feel what we need to feel. You need to feel what you need to feel because because that's like to me that's suppressing your healing process when you decide Mm -hmm. to continually you know to to put it on the back burner I totally agree yeah self-care is really making sure that your mental stability your mental well-being is stable not just going to the nail salon and get your nails done and getting a massage those are just benefits of self-care that's not necessarily real self-care making Mm -hmm. sure you are healed and whole in your mind is self-care that you're thinking that you're thinking is stable that your health is stable that you're exercising that you that you are praying that you are meditating that you are doing the necessary things that it takes to stay healed whole and stable that's self-care that's making sure you have a good relationship with yourself. And when you're doing that, then you are able to tell someone and share with someone, hey, this is what I need to feel X, Y, Z. But if, right. you if you're not doing that, you're, you are not doing proper self-care. Absolutely. 
And I think, you know, since, you know, we talk about that self-care of the nails and all those things, yeah. you know, now we don't have that. It's like you said, okay, so now what? Right, you're tapping into the real self-care because a lot of times, you know, it's, it's the whole, you know, understanding that you may not even really like yourself, right? Yeah. Outside of your bundles and your Absolutely. nails and all of these things. Like, how are you seeing yourself? Like, what what is the real thing? And so for me on this journey, it's really taking it personal to say, hey, what can I do to come out of this pandemic better? Like, what are the yes. things that I need to work on? What are the things that I need to do? Because, hey, they're in your face. I know a lot of people saying that I'm bored and all these things. It's like, no, boo, you got some stuff to do. <laughs> are you doing it? <laughs> that's so that's so good. This is and 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 this is another perfect time to really um to really focus on yourself. All the time all the times that you didn't focus on yourself, all the times that you didn't meditate, all the times that you didn't pray and seek God and hear his voice and get close to him and, and really just knowing who you are. This is the perfect time to do that because there's Absolutely. nothing else to do. Right. I love that. And then even too before we prior to. Right. And yeah. prior to yeah. when you were talking about that whole space, like you said, you know, with that time to get that connection and that closeness to, you know, first of all, your relationship with God, right? Some of us have, have yeah. had a disconnect. We've been putting on masks for so long and we're Absolutely. told to be strong. And, you know, if you cry out to God, you consider weak and all of these different myths. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, no, I understand that I can't do this alone, right? This is not my journey to travel alone. This is something that I absolutely, absolutely need God to help me with. I need him to be, you know, my strength. I need him to be my joy. I need him to be my comfort because I'm hurting. So like you said, the permission to be whatever that is in the moment, you know, cry if you have to, yell if you have to, you know, lay there if you have to. But after that, there's a get up. Like I know for me personally, there there could be some some things that I'm dealing with. But one of the things I do, you know, you can cry, you can complain, you do all of those things. But what's in me is going to come out. So if this oh, is just going to be a but, right? But this is what God said. You know, yes. but God, you're still good because it's it's what's in you. So if you don't have anything within you, this hello. Is <laughs> if, if, because if you have, you are, this, that's so good. Because if you have, if you have not invested anything into yourself, anything into your spirit, man, you're going to rely on what's in you. And you're right. And depending on what's in you is what's going to come out. So if there's nothing in you, nothing from nothing leaves nothing. Absolutely. So you're going to you're going to be depleted. You're going to be depressed. You're going to be oppressed. You're going to feel all of those things because you didn't take the time to invest in you. You didn't take the time to invest in your spirit man when 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 life was great as we once knew it when we were working and we were able to go out and the busyness of life took your time from God so you didn't invest in anything and so when something hit your life like this pandemic that has hit our lives those that are strong are still standing those that have invested are still standing not saying that things are perfect but they're still standing because they know where their help comes from because they've invested if you have not invested in, 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 in your spirit, man, if you don't build yourself up every day, you have nothing to lean on. Mm. Nothing. And it is the same way for your marriage. If you've invested nothing, how do you expect something to come out of what you did not invest in? Right. Nothing well, is going to come out. You, you got nothing. <laughs> 
which is why I am so big about telling people you got to invest. You got to invest. You got to sow. You got to sow in order to reap. She must just get me so excited. She she mm-hmm. got this her her voice is going up. I feel like she bringing out the preacher in me. Like it's a whole situation. Like I'm just excited. I'm sorry. I got caught up in the conversation because it's true. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it's amazing. Absolutely, but that invest that is so true. You know, we don't invest a lot of times. You know, we and I think people think that because they go to the church house that they're invested. Absolutely, and that's just a part of it, but it's yeah. not all of it. Right. There's the thing you have to do outside of the church. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so funny because, you know, Shanita, we were telling, you know, as you know, you know, we're over our worship team at our church. You know, my husband was sharing with the team, you know, because we've been doing Zoom virtual fellowships because, you know, this is our new norm now just to stay connected with our team. And my husband happened to tell them, he said, hey, it is not on our pastor um, to continuously feed you. Once the once the message is out, it is on you to continue to read the word, to continue to chew on the word, to continue to invest and 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 and, and do the work that's necessary for you right. to stay It ain't on our pastor. Right. And so now you're starting to see that now, okay, oh, I really gotta do some work. Yeah. It is not on <laughs> you. It's not, it's not on the pastor to do the work. He's doing the initial job as feeding you but it is also up to you now to feed yourself and he gave the analogy as to you know we go to restaurants and the chef cooks a meal but does the chef stand next to you and tell you to eat no (laughs) it's on you to pick up that spoon and that fork to eat the food and so now we're in a we're in a uh, uh, uh we're in a time in this in this world right now what we're experiencing it is up to us to consistently now do the work. So you got you're you're the one that's got to invest in your relationship. You're the one that's got to invest in your spirit, man. You're the one got to pick up that book and read and feed your mind and stimulate and meditate. It's on you now. Hmm. But it's been on you. It's been right. on you. That's the thing. It ain't been no secret. It's been on us to to do the maintenance. It's just that people are get com- comfort they get comfortable and complacent. And see, that's what we're seeing now. The comfort and the complacency now is gone. It's like, okay, now what? Right. Yeah. I love that. I love that. See, that's the whole conversation because you think about it. A lot of times we do go to church, we write the notes, but when yeah. we go home, we don't even look at the notes. You know, you got to make notebooks. Yeah. People like, do you can I apply it this week? <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you reread them? Do you, you know, do you go back over the notes? Do you go back over the scriptures? You know, the scriptures that he, that he said or she said, you don't do none of that. And you know you don't. You don't go back. You don't open up your Bible again until the following Sunday. Right. And that's a problem in the life of, a, of the believer. The, the, the word of God and praying is essential to our growth. So you right. have something you got to do daily. Hmm. I love something it. something you got to do daily. And if you're not doing that, thus, this is what you have. People that are becoming depressed, people that are like, I just can't take it. And it's because you have done no investments. You've done no maintenance. Hashtag no maintenance. No maintenance. <laughs> You've done nothing. Yeah. I love that. And so, sis, you think about, you know, we talk about that relationship between us and God. Um, and I also understand, too, that there are broken relationships within families. 
you know, yes. there's mother, daughters, there's father and sons. There's all kind of things that has been around for so long. Yeah. Do you think during this time that it's it's a great time, a perfect time to really look at those relationships and say, you know, how can I restore? You know, how can I mend? Because the thing about it is, is that people are leaving here left and right. They really you are. don't want to be the one to have this, holding on to this stuff to your yeah. grave or to yeah. their grave. You know, because you see it so many times that people have that whole guilt trip when people Absolutely. die because of the different things that they refuse to deal with. So do you think it's the perfect time in, t- in terms of those kind of relationships to restore? I always feel like it's the perfect time to have restoration. Now, if the if the relationship was not toxic, and you know what we're talking about, something that's very toxic and it was not good for your health and it was maybe abusive, now those know. But if it was just a relationship that just, you know, uh, fell out as a result of miscommunication or hurt feelings, it is always a perfect time for restoration. Um, and, and it's like you, you, you are absolutely right. This is people are leaving here that, you know, we didn't expect to maybe have this disease and, and they're leaving here. People are dying. And it's like the pride that people have that are that that's that's preventing them from apologizing from humbling themselves and and saying i'm sorry what do i got to do to make it right you know pride is the killer for every relationship pride is a, is a silent killer because you know people refuse to break down and say sorry they refuse right. they refuse and this is the perfect time to restore any relationship you know that has you know been detached right the perfect this is the perfect time now i do also believe that you need to also prepare yourself because sometimes having one conversation will not do it Mm -hmm. because sometimes it takes a lot for people it may it may take series of conversations to have in order to mend um you know those broken relationships but i always feel like there's always time to restore a relationship. Absolutely. And I also, too, uh, you know, along with that is when you are really going to restore from a, a place, a pure place, yeah. making sure that you're willing to forgive even if they don't say sorry. Because yeah. I think so many times we're expecting people to say sorry, and sometimes they never will. Sometimes they have never to be, will. You yeah. have to be prepared for that because it's a hard blow to, to pour is. out yourself and tell people how they made you feel and then they won't acknowledge it or they blame you, you have mm-hmm. to prepare your heart and spirit for that because you want to understand that the forgiveness is not for them. It's for it's you. Absolutely. It is absolutely for you. And that's so good that you say you have to prepare your heart because I was just going to say for the person who is wanting, um, you know, to repair and restore, always, you know, pray and ask God how to lead you in that because you are very right. Sometimes people are stuck in whatever happened. They're stuck in their emotions. They're stuck in pride and they're stubborn. So you might, you very well might not get the turnout or the result that you had hoped for. But if you purpose in your heart that you're going to forgive and you're going to let it go, God would honor that. It's up to you to release it and let it go. Sometimes the other person is not, they're they're not ready to release it and let it go, but you release it and let it go. Absolutely. You don't you, harbor and hold anything. 
Right. You want to be free. You really yeah. want to be free because when you free, when you get free in those areas, it, it helps develop everything else in your life. It just comes together. You can enjoy it with peace. You know, I, I know people yeah. who are in their 80s that still holding on to things and those people are dead and gone. Still, still holding on. And it's like, and what did it accomplish? That you can hold a grudge forever? You know, I'm like, what? what you outlived them. <laughs> What's the purpose of that? There is, there is no purpose, and you know, there's no reason to hold grudges and 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 and, and hold yourself in bondage while other people are going on with their life. No, so you free yourself. God didn't come to free us for us to live in bondage. You free yourself, and you allow yourself to let things go and 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 heal. Right. That's really what it boils down to is really healing from in within. You know, sometimes we just get so caught up. You know, you think about a physical healing, but you have to really heal from the inside out. Um, mm-hmm. And it allows you to really show up in your Absolutely. power and really show up in a way that, that pleases God at the end of the day, right? You want to be yes. able to have peace with him. You don't want to really be like, do. okay, God, you know, I didn't forgive them, but I want you to forgive me. Like, no, yeah. that yeah. ain't how it works. And you think about how many blessings you with you know are withheld from you because you're true you know because you refuse to let it go and so i I really think that that's so important and so key and if you guys have not enjoyed this conversation oh my god i don't know what's wrong because it's so (laughs) good it's really good and she every time i talk to sis she always get excited because we always have great conversations on how to help ourselves be better really helping us to live from the inside out, really helping us to deal with what's hurting us, right? Not avoiding those things, but really saying, you know what, God, give me the strength to be able to deal with this thing. Help me to get over, help me to overcome. And so, sis, before we go, what is some additional advice you would have for the people and, you know, in regards to uh, setting the atmosphere for healthy relationships, right? You know, not, you know, dealing with that baggage beforehand. So when we do you know, get the healthy relationships, we're able to keep them. (laughs) Oh, sure. Absolutely.